You're listening to the Slow Ride podcast. Likes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. The Slow Ride Podcast. And on Twitter, Slow Ride Pod. Enjoy the ride. You know what today is? It's the 292nd episode of the Slow Ride Podcast. This is Tim in Orlando, Florida. Is Matt in Minneapolis. And this is Spencer in Boston, Massachusetts. You guys, I have been just crushing the miles. Uh, I don't know if you guys are on uh, on quarantine lockdown like everybody else. Uh, I kind of assume so, mm-hmm. but uh, it's been great for solo riding. I've been cranking out century upon century, day after day. I am feeling so, so ready for... That is uh, false. That is... I know the whole gimmick here is that we're supposed to say yes and, but I can't lie to the customers of the Slow Ride podcast that we do this for. Spencer, the reason I know it's false is because I've been going to the Wide Angle Podium Strava Club, uh, uh-huh. hanging out where I did 56 miles myself this week, two longer rides of 20 miles each down near the airport, solo rides. That's great. And then I did about 16 in the cargo bike with my kid. Nice. Getting over 12. uh, I am like, we have like 112 members on there. I'm like in 80th place. There are some serious miles happening Mm -hmm. on the Strava club. Um, And I've got some Avis locks to give away. So, but there's going to be a delay in shipping them because as much as I want to give these, <laughs> these, these locks away, yeah. I don't want to go to a post office or anywhere where there's people. That's uh, a good call. <laughs> maybe I just have some anxiety. I don't know, but I'm going to say well this fun. right now. I'm going right now to the leaderboard of the wide angle podium. This is live on the air. We have a Abus Bordeaux lock to give away. Okay. Is it- is it going to 16th place? Is that what we're doing? Well, there's mm. there's 100 people. It could... Wow. There's so many people that are just throwing down. So 16th place is Rob Kelly. But isn't, doesn't Rob Kelly have a, a show on the podcast? He, he has a show on the network. on the network, yeah. So yeah. I, might not, I don't know. Hey, Rob. Uh, we, we, we love your podcast, Rob. No training wheels. Yeah. Great, great show. Actually, fantastically well-produced. It Unfortunately, is. Rob is not going to get a um, uh, lock. <laughs> maybe a little, part. maybe a little yeah. too well produced. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> so now we're going to go to 61st place. 61st, I like it. Okay, Ryan Ryan Dotson. Awesome. So, so Ryan Dotson, when you're listening to this, you're in Ohio. Hit us up at the Slow Ride Podcast at gmail.com and we'll send you out a lock. All right. Eventually, so Ryan Dotson. We'll take care of you. All right. There you go. All right. <laughs> So guys, all right. So back to my mind. A lot going on. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, you're not on the list. Um, I just want to say something that uh-huh. Christmas came early. Uh-huh. Because there is a six-part 30-minute documentary uh-huh. on Movie Star 2019 yes. sitting in your Netflix queue 
and it is amazing. I will just go out there and say second best cycling documentary of all time. Oh, wow. After Overcoming? (laughs) Definitely, definitely above Overcoming. Interesting. But I have it behind Pro just because Pro is a great documentary about the Philadelphia yeah. International Cycling so, Classic. Tim, I have a I just have a couple of questions about the movie star documentary. So Oh, it's so good. Yeah, have you seen any of it? I, I watched the first episode um oh, so yesterday. Good. And uh so I'm only fifteen percent the way through yeah. uh uh the the magnum opus that is this uh documentary. Now, Tim, this was released on Friday. Oh yeah. How's oh. how quickly were you through all six episodes? Friday night? Or did it take yeah. till Saturday morning? And then I watched it for the second time. <laughs> okay. This weekend. <laughs> so you I had did, to pick up the nuances. The first yeah. one is when you made all your notes about it, really dug into the the details and the camera shots, and the second time you watched it for pure enjoyment. No, the, the other way around. <laughs> okay. First time through, ma- mouth agape, going, I can't believe they had camera access for all of the drama that these people were doing. During the tour, and do you remember how they were like doing the released videos, like the hostage videos? Like we're all getting along. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they show that, and then since a, a lot of the interviews are happening after the season, like they have Carapaz, where he's like, "Yeah, I left for the money." Yeah, and then they address like, yeah. and then there's like team directors that are like, "Oh, he's a traitor," like he because he crashed in the crit that no one knew that he was doing. Oh yeah, before the Walta. Yeah. Um. Let me give you some rundowns of just some notes. Okay. Yeah, let's get the super rookie review. First off, Alejandro Valverde, absolute legend. Looks so good. First (laughs) off, he's got that kind of like balding hairline thing that you're kind of like, I mean, he's a world champion. He can do whatever he wants, but I think he would look great with a close cropped haircut. Very low. Like bring it back all the way. Like it's kind of, it's a little bit too mm-hmm. hair club for men video the before kind of a Steve Cummings right? look from a few years ago. Maybe I, I guess I'm not familiar, but anyways, I don't want to get stuck on that. A couple of things. Valverde, they, they spend an episode talking about him for Liege, best only Liege. It's just not working out, but he's in a beautiful black rain Cape mm-hmm. world championship Jersey. Totally underappreciated for when that thing came out. The, the rainbow stripes against the black, jacket were fantastic like 100% great look should happen more often yeah second Valverde is totally the glue that holds the team together and he has a ton of respect there is scenes later on do you guys remember at the Volta when Roglic crashed because he's a poor bike handler that happened just right when Movistar was on the front drilling it oh yeah and then they got all that and then Miguel Angel Lopez is like, oh, it's a shame that the world championship acted like a, the world champion acted like a fool. Mm-hmm. And it was like, Miguel Angel Lopez never getting signed to the Movistar team. Like that guy just totally killed himself to like his future with Spanish cycling. And watching that is fantastic. That's that's a great scene. Next up, Nairo Quintana. It was never he was he was never at fault. Like you you watch this and people are just like. <laughs> Man, Nairo's a team player. He never took out the earpiece the way Landa did. He's not He's not the one, like, he was leaving the team. It was announced at the Volta first rest day. 
he was still going for the win and they were working for him and it was like there was genuine love between Movistar and Nairo and Nairo's in there talking about how like I get to go learn a new language it's time for me to move on but maybe I come back to this team later on you're like you look there and you're like man Nairo is a team player 100% Landa little guy why don't you just tell me why you don't like Landa I mean there's so many reasons. I don't know. The going to teams where he has to share leadership and then complaining about sharing leadership. Continue. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what else. That time that he didn't bunny hop the puddle, but Nabali did. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I mean, add all that up, add in some eyebrows, and then it's like Landa. It's like <laughs> nothing man, against his eyebrows. He has say. kind of the worst like sense of self, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like he thinks he's the expert yeah he thinks he should be the team leader not the team leader i hate to i hate to say it he he just doesn't have what it takes so go to brain see you later i'm so happy he's gone <laughs> next up jj rojas totally is that guy at the party you, like everything about him he's got the hair he's got the the pompadour hair look spencer you watched the first episode tell me you're not like looking at rojas just going like yeah that's totally the guy like, he, he is that guy that's like, hey, let's take a selfie. Like, let's go do a party. You know, and you're like, all right. Like, I'm sure he's a nice guy, a real team player, but he's a little over the top. Do you know top. anybody like that? Yeah, I don't know anybody like that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I'm glad I have his kit now. Yeah. Now that I know a little bit more about him. Solaire. <laughs> that's right. You do have his kit. Solaire. Yeah. Definitely the future of the team, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they're, they're going all in on this guy. Remember how he's complaining on that one stage, little guy, yelling at his team, showing him up? I remember. Little problem for Solaire, which is actually Movistar's problem. Do you know what that yeah. problem is? Hmm. Moss. Moss came over to also be the team leader. What's yeah. up with Movistar? Like, they're just like, <laughs> <laughs> let's just, let's, let's bring all these combustible people yeah. together and act yeah. like it's okay to have a two pronged attack at the tour. I mean, I don't oh, know. It's been their MO forever. Like, they, yeah. they, they brag about, being a team that's been around for 40 years. Uh, and I feel like they have always had this same flaw, which is that they cannot focus on one person, except for Indurain. Uh, but even with that, at the beginning of Indurain's rise, you know, they had Delgado. Like, going into yeah. the 91 tour, uh-huh. Delgado had just been on the podium a couple of times a few years before. He'd won it two years before. And then yeah. they still have this guy they bring in Indurain. You know, so in a sense, Delgado was kind of like their Valverde. He he was like he would be GC anywhere else, but then he's got mm-hmm. a, he's playing second fiddle to Giant so, Nairo, as I call Indurin. They have. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. There's a no, scene. I say that all that, the time. There's a scene in the tour part where basically they're done with the team time trial, and one of the guys in the team car just complaining about Carlos. Carlos didn't do this, didn't do that. And the whole time I'm like, oh no, they better not be talking about <laughs> Bettencourt. <laughs> Turns out it wasn't Carlos Bettencourt. It was Carlos yeah. uh, Verona because Bettencourt yeah. didn't go to the tour. I kind of <laughs> about that. Yeah. They were probably still complaining about Carlos. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's just like, but anyways, the access that they have for such a combustible uh. team and all of like America, or all of English media, Mm-hmm. And the hate that they have for him, especially after the Volta stage, where like you're watching it and it's like they have access to the team briefing before that stage, and they're literally saying, Okay, at 119 kilometers to go, like you need to be on the rivet at the front. 
he crashed at like 124 or 106 kilometers ago, like after they had already attacked. You know what I mean? Like they were putting the hammer down, so yeah. it was already happening. I think Tim, I think you might be biting on the the drink of the Kool Aid a little too much. I mean, you you do know they edited this, right? <laughs> No, 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 no. No, this no, is, little guy. This is 100% real. Yeah. This is raw Anyways, footage. Little guy, I know okay. you're going to have to use my Netflix login to watch this. I'll hook you up. Okay. It's so good. You guys <laughs> yeah, are going to have to watch it. Yep. Spencer, yeah, get, little, you should watch guy. it when you're on your trainer. Just log in, little guy, and go to Recently Viewed, and you'll find it. It's okay. right, It'll be right there at the top. Um, so, Tim, I, I am not all the way through this. I don't have the deep... Uh, the deep cut hot takes that you have. I've only watched the first episode. It's 15 minutes, something like that long, 20 minutes. Um, Well worth the investment. If you're only going to do one, the access is just Mm -hmm. incredible. Um, The fact that they let the video cameras into all the meetings and behind the scenes kind of stuff, you do get a good sense of what is going on inside the team, which I thought was super cool. And I think it was the best uh, cycling documentary since Overcoming. <laughs> really? Was it, it I, su- Sunday in Hell S? Did you get to see like uh, Landa eating a raw steak? You know, there's like, definitely like some good massage scenes. Okay, um, good. it's I, my favorite part. Okay, the best part about it is that it's very. Um, I don't know. I just it's really yeah. well done. It hit at just the right time as we're all in quarantine and we're all done watching Tiger King. Um, oh, this thing is just fantastic. Definitely check it out, and it is it is slow ride podcast red meat like this. Oh, thing yeah. is, it's so good for us. Yeah, no, I'm I'm surprised that Netflix isn't a sponsor on the episode this time or some sort of sort of like tie in. It's it's a little too on the nose. Yeah. <laughs> so there's been some other news happening in the world of cycling. Imagine that. Um, Team up. I think I think we do need to get into. We have a fair amount of emails and some uh, listener questions. Hashtag slow rides. But little guy, first up at our internal Green World competition, you were like, "Is this finally the break that it's going to take for e racing to really take off? Is is this what it's going to be?" Yeah, well, I couldn't have come at a in a, in a sense. I mean, obviously, this is nothing good about what's going on with coronavirus. But could it have come at a better time while e racing's already been kind of blowing up for them? You know, it's like it's, it's exactly kind of what e racing needed to get over the hump of being stupid. Okay, I. Uh-huh. <laughs> well done. I I would say this. Here's my challenge with Zwift. Now I'm not. Uh, I'm gonna be getting on Zwift here very soon. Probably setting up the computer in the next like day or two. I got the outdoor TV, screwed that into the wall. I am ready to go. I am gonna get my That's studio all set up out there. Such a Florida sentence. I've got the outdoor TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but here's the problem that I've seen so far is that they don't have like when I watch. Um, gaming competitions or something right like you want to watch like PUBG uh tournaments they mm-hmm. there's the ability to kind of go between different riders to see like i don't see it does zwift have a third person like god mode that you can see hmm. who's all out there at a different time to actually follow the race the way like a helicopter would right uh, no idea no see thing is is like in much like american cycling fandom uh, nobody is spectating these races. Everyone's a participant. <laughs> yeah, everyone's right. But I would, I mean, I would watch if all of the guys from Paris Roubaix got together, like all the World Tour guys, and it was just them doing a 
200 kilometer race and they all had their and they were in like a stadium i would totally watch that are you kidding uh i don't know if i'd totally watch it i'm interested just to see their power numbers but i don't know how long that would interest me for i guess that's what i'm saying like if you had the video like of what's coming up like oh here comes watopia hill and you're Mm. god mode i don't know i i enjoy watching other people play video games i'm one Mm. of those people apparently that's it's a shame but i i don't like playing video games but i like watching other people play because whatever man okay um so i do think that this that is what's going to take Zwift to the next level is when they do like a competition. They should do it over at Full Sail here in Orlando where they have like the whole gaming like stadium. Oh, yeah. And then they have announcers that come in. I think it would be really cool. Um, obviously, that's a bridge too far because that's not there. I will say it is a little awkward that Zwift is clearly going to take advantage of this and do quite well with everybody signing up for Zwift. Mm-hmm. It was a little awkward when Zwift like just announced a bunch of layoffs like two yeah. weeks before the coronavirus thing came in. Did you see that? Like that would suck. Oh, yeah. like, if you were if you were with Zwift, did you're like a developer or whatever, and they're like, oh, you know, got to let you go, and then all of a sudden, you know, we may actually need that person. Yeah, <laughs> like, they might have hired him back. Yeah, we're gonna quadruple our size um, of user base. But anyway, find me on the uh, the old Zwift, the super mm. rookie. I'm sure I'll be out there. I just know. Oh, I was just gonna say, I know that you know. I mean, just 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 the gram has been blowing up with people just taking pictures of their trainers. And oh it, yeah, it's yeah. just got to be blowing trainer sales through the roof. Just people seeing other people's sexy trainer setups, you know. So <laughs> very true. Oh, we had uh, quite a bit of feedback. Also, a lot of people liked our podium for the uh, the best trainer flexes right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Nabali does seem to be the the runaway favorite for a lot of the folks. Um, that's so ball. The only one I'm missing is like Tom Boonin doing a trainer flex in front of all of his Porsches. Yeah. <laughs> right? Doesn't he work for some uh, like small, super bespoke car company or something? He Doesn't he, doesn't he, isn't he like the spokesman for like a Dutch supercar company that makes like three cars a year or something? <laughs> I don't know. That, I thought that totally makes doing. sense though. Yeah. Anyway. But, so we have the indoor, um, all that indoor racing happening. Little guy, you also picked up on the Lotto Boys. Yeah, yeah, they're donating. I was a little confused by the articles because it said they were all the riders and like management were sort of like giving up some of their salary right now. And at first, I thought it was to like pay the sonniers and 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 the cooks and stuff who who were like seemed like they're going to be laid off otherwise. But then it sort of seemed like those people were just going on unemployment and. I don't really know what they're doing. They're just giving the money back to Lotto, the pharmaceutical company. I'm a little confused by it. I need some clarity on it. I don't know. It's kind of sets a bad precedent. So riders shouldn't have to be penalized financially for this. I mean, none of us really should be, but you know. So it seems like you've also found the end of the internet uh, during your, your time not watching bike racing as, as I have. Yeah. Um, Little guy, can you see Spencer's falling asleep on the most boring conversation in the Slow Ride podcast history? <laughs> Spencer loves it. This is this is where we are. Uh, uh, Spencer, what do you got for us? Let's let's wrap that up. Oh, yeah. Um, man, I got literally anything else. Um, let me just uh, <laughs> scrape the brains here for something. Um, yeah, bike racing. Um. It's not yeah, happening. That's not happening. Yeah, big big news there. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, how you guys? Uh, how you guys holding up, uh, little guy? I, trainer I, getting a lot of miles. I'm. I got a few <laughs> miles in. <laughs> I I did ride the trainer today, which is kind of insane. 
Because what am I training for? I'm not going to do a bike race this year, am I? Um, oh, yeah. By the way, let's just talk about it now. No, we're not yeah. going to Dirty Kansas. So no. I've, I've, like I said, I'm doing my hundreds and hundreds of miles yeah. um, since uh, since not going to work. So I'm really feeling super fit right now. Yeah. Um, Tim, I just want to let you know, we are going to absolutely crush it on the tandem. <laughs> you yeah. guys, not happening. You were this breaking is... up there for a second. Um, no, no, no. You want to circle back to what you said earlier? I missed that. This, yeah. I'm, um, Spencer, this is base for 2021, right? You're just laying a big foundation. This is, it's definitely the base for 2021. Yeah. Um, Spencer, is now the time that we should talk to see if we're actually going to do a tandem in 2021? Or <laughs> do we just want to shelve that idea um, and just go about it solo? Well, here's the thing about it. Um, we have over a year to plan. The, the tandem... Let's just put it this way. It was never a good idea. <laughs> no, no. Any, no, any way you slice it, however you want to try and parse this out, it's not a good idea. What it was, a was a guaranteed idea. entry. It was a guaranteed entry? Yeah. And now that yeah. we have that guaranteed entry, I don't think we need the tandem anymore, do we? Mm. Probably not. You guys, this makes you guys even more hosed because this gives me a whole year to understand tubeless technology. Yeah, that is a worry. And so now you're totally, now you guys are totally ruined. <laughs> Look, you still got to get tubeless tires. I'm not too worried about you understanding the technology I got, because I, I got a long it's so time modern now. that you're going to be like, I don't have time for this. Uh, yeah, as I've, as I've shown, if anybody follows our Inst- Instagram account, I built up a bike with disc brakes, so... I am in the future, man. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of which, how is the uh, cargo bike coming? The uh, I haven't posted any pictures for a while. the The whole box and Thank seat you. just got. Oh no! Hey, I'll post like fifty tomorrow. Just like boom, 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 boom. Not link them in any way because I don't know how that works. Uh, the whole seat's done, <laughs> but um, uh, actually tonight, probably while we're doing this right now, uh, my better half, Caitlin, is sewing the parts for the straps for the child seat. So oh, nice. hopefully tomorrow it'll actually get done because it's supposed to be like 56 degrees in Minnesota. Woo! So You're bike ride. Be able to go out and ride. Yeah. So let's hit the pre-lap, boys. And then we're going to come back with uh, some listener email and ask Slow Ride and the debut. Mm-hmm. What are we calling this little guy? Like, Oh, here's here's what we're going to call it. It's a, it's a, it's going to be a three-part radio documentary. Not a documentary. It's a three-part radio uh, story. And it's going to be I called... Documentary is here's, here's what I'm going to call it. Here's what I've decided. <laughs> it's gonna be called what's your pet- elevator pitch here little guy all right it's gonna be a three-part uh you know old-timey radio play that we're gonna put on and it's gonna be called pedal off dead Ooh, pedal off dead and it's full of dad jokes it's yeah and, it, so and, this, and we'll do the, the dick the, wolf production for, yeah and the, <laughs> the first installment will be uh here later in the show and you'll have to tune in the next three weeks to a couple weeks to figure it out who did it okay oh can't wait <laughs> Let's check in with our Australian correspondent, Michael Matthews, to see how his Zwift season is coming along. <laughs> this is Mitch Stocker, and you're listening to The Slow Ride Pod. All right, guys, here we are once again in the Slow Ride Podcast pre-lap. We'd like to thank all of the listeners and supporters of the Wide Angle Podium Network. Spencer, you get top billing this week in the pre-lap because you just redid the Wide Angle Podium website, and it looks fantastic. 
Yeah, I did. Uh, if you haven't been over there recently, uh, it's gotten a pretty major facelift. Oh, yeah. Uh, so head oh, yeah. on over wideanglepodium.com and check it out. Let me know what you think. Uh, leave it in the comments below, whatever. Um, and uh, yeah, check out all the other great shows over there as well. Uh, I think it uh, does a good job of uh, uh, displaying all of the content that we're putting out, whether it's uh, stuff that we're dropping in the parts bin, whether it's the Grodio or the Bike Shop CX, Gravel Lot, all these great shows that we've got going on. Um, you know, you, you don't have to search them out. They're right there for you. So, I, I, I you know, I think we've moved into uh, 2020, you guys. Yeah, well done. Yeah, I'm super stoked to be a part of the sure. network, and thank you for that. We'd also like to thank longtime supporter of the Wide Angle Podium Network, the kind folks over at Works and their Hydroshot Power Cleaner. Make sure you check them out by going to yourcleanbike.com and using the promo code GEARUP to save 15%. I will say this. I was talking to Bill from Crosshairs Radio, and he was telling me that his Zwift setup is done mm -hmm. because he has one of the Works tables set up oh. right next to his bike. So it totally yeah. is working. Everything is perfect there. And uh, he said, you know, you could just use the gear up code and you get 15% off that table. He highly recommended the table for me. And he's like, hey, it's going to solve all your problems. And the best part is when you're done and you need a, at least here in Florida, I'm done and it's outside and I need to hose down the bike. Mm -hmm. I got my Hydra shot. So <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, head over to yourcleanbike.com. Use the promo code gear up, save 15% on the entire works family of tools. Yeah. I, uh, it's a it's a weird time for bikes right now. Let's we can't beat around that bush. Um you know, the bike racing isn't happening, but uh it is a very good time to take care of all that maintenance, to clean mm -hmm. that bike off, to pull down the old cross bikes uh, that you haven't looked at since uh, November, December and really give them a once over and uh I think all that works uh, stuff over at uh, yourcleanbike.com is uh, just what the doctor ordered. Awesome. And we want to thank our friends over at Grimper. Just head over to wideanglepodium.com slash coffee and you see the brand new blend that Grimper Brothers has set up for our friends over at Bike Shop CX. And then, of course, that is viewer mail. And it is a great blend. Fantastic. Once again, wideanglepodium.com slash coffee. Yes. And let's get back to the show. Hi, I'm Hugh Carthy from Education First Cross Cycling, and I don't listen to the Flow Ride podcast. All right, guys, here we are. We've got quite a bit of listener email. Most of it has to do, of course, with our wonderful episode last week, if I can say so myself, when we created the Slow Ride Podcast Hall of Fame. So the first thing that comes to us from is from Chris Boucher, longtime listener in New Hampshire. Super fun episode on the Hall of Fame. I feel like I'm right there with you. I'm 36 and started getting into cycling in 2001 when Lance made the look. Hincapi at Roubaix and the old Outdoor Life Network days. Uh, oh, I remember those days quite well because Outdoor Life Network became Versus, of course. Mm -hmm. And Hincapi at Roubaix, uh, you know, the disasters of many years of that. But my initial picks, Chris said were Jan Ulrich, Mario Cipollini, Paolo Bettini, and the reason I'm writing this email, not mention my favorite rider of all time, <laughs> the panda, Laurent Jalabert. 
won the Vuelta, 18 career stage wins at the Vuelta, four tour stages, three Giro stages, multiple Grand Tour, KOM, and point jerseys, won Paris Nice three times, San Sebastian got the funny hat twice, Flesh Wallone twice, Milan San Remo, Romandy, Lombardia, on and on. Plus, he was on Once, and they had a great kit. He was pure class. You guys mentioned some real bozos, and the fact that his name didn't even get brought up is troubling. I feel the ballot needs to be amended. Either way, keep up your great great work, and I'll remember to wave to you if I don't see if I see you on Zwift. So, I think Chris is right here. I will mm. say that I I thought Jalabera was actually uh, retired before we started watching the segment. Yeah, I was gonna say he just snuck in in our time. He did, but he wasn't yeah. really. I, I I don't disagree that he was a great. He had he had some great results, but. Uh, yeah, he sort of was what, on the you, wane. Not voting for him after that. No, resume? I'm saying that he he was on the like for our time period. I don't have a connection to him. I guess is what I'm saying because he wasn't really he wasn't firing on all the cylinders when we were watching. And I can never get over the '98 tour and how much he like was the mouthpiece for all the dirty, 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 dirty riders. And it bugs me, even though everyone was dirty then, and it shouldn't bug me that the one specific guy. Had anything to do with it? But. Oh, right on. Fair enough. Okay. Thanks for the yes. email, Chris. Great yeah, results. Well, no, what do you I, think, I, Spencer? I think I think he, I think he's spot on. Uh, he, he definitely deserves a spot. And much like little guy said, I think he he f- kind of flew under the radar. Although he he meets all the criteria for our selections that we laid out, he feels like he would have been in that previous generation. You know, like yeah. uh, that would have been grandfathered in um, that we were not discussing, but. Um, uh, I mean, he's right about a lot of things in that email, including the amount of bozos that you guys brought up uh, <laughs> to try and get into I, a hall of fame. I cannot believe it. And I just want to put on the record. I don't stand by ma- very many of your choices. <laughs> Can I just say that bozo is a totally underrated word and we should start using it more often to describe <laughs> other people in cycling. So thank sure. you for that, Chris. Josh hits us up. 2000 errors cycling hall of fame. The cricket. Josh, of course, yeah. is the Florida cycling nut on Twitter. I'm not sure if it was before or after Tim referenced Val Kilmer's memorable role as Ivan Drago in Rocky IV. But while listening to episode 291, I was surprised by Little Guy's tepid ascent to Ballo, Paolo Bettini's inclusion in the Hall of Fame. It was more like, yeah, maybe Little Guy was frustrated that Tim and Spencer were taking all his turns. Yes. After right. rewatching the 2000s within the past two years... I think a case can be made that Bettini not only belongs on the podium of the 2000 Cycling Hall of Fame, but deserves special recognition. I spent some time to put this together this afternoon, and he spent a lot of time in this, so we need to go. No, oh, yeah, it's good. Paolo Bettini, the cricket, already an excellent nickname. Totally agree. Probably the best nickname I've come across cycling. Yeah. Yeah. Besides the Falcon. the Fe- El Falco is yeah. kind of up there. It's pretty baller. Road for Mape, quick step. Virtually his entire career, notwithstanding the error, his name does not appear in a single time on the website dopology.org, which is a wonderful website that basically tracks all of the cyclists that have ever been mentioned in a dopening scandal. If you really want to see the, no, the stain good. that is our sport, just go there and you'll see how everyone gets mentioned, except apparently Bettini. Notable wins. Olympic road race. World Championships twice, Liège, Bastogne, Liège twice, Lombardia twice, Italian Road Nationals twice, Milan-San Remo, San Sebastian, Torino-Adriatico, 
Girodeos Italia points classification twice, stage wins in all three Grand Tours. On the podium at Umloop, KBK, Amstel, LBL, San Sebastian, Milan, Torino, and the World Championship Road Race. Wide angle podium, three times at Liège. E3, Milan San Remo, World Champion Road Race, San Sebastian, Umloop, Paris Tours. Top 10, Amstel Gold four times, the Tour of Flanders twice, LBL seven times, World Championship five times. Top 10 position in his races, 286 times out of 775 races for a remarkable percentage of 37% of the time being in the top 10. Yeah. Only DNF'd in one of 36 monuments entered. That's pretty incredible. One yeah. Grand Tour stage win in six of his last eight years. Podiumed in 33 Grand Tour stages, 46 top five stages, <laughs> and 57 top 10 Grand Tour stages. And to repeat, his name does not appear a single time on Dopology. <laughs> so little so, guy. Yeah, yeah, little guy. We're going to go back to this. Hey, Spencer, I'd like to nominate Paolo Bettini, the cricket. <laughs> and, 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 let me, let me uh, just, arguably one of my first on. picks in the Hall of Fame. Let me just correct it. Let's start over. Sorry. Let's just reel this back. Hey, Tim, I'd like to bring Paolo <laughs> Bettini uh, oh. to the Cycling Hall of Fame. Spencer, oh. that's a wonderful pick. I absolutely love that. What do you think, little guy? Oh, I think it's great. Have you guys seen his palmares? <laughs> <laughs> They're very I, good. I, yeah, no, I agree. I'm called out. I don't know why I was tepid about it. <laughs> I mean, I guess maybe I'd forgotten a little bit. I remember him winning Lombardy and crying when his after his brother died, but I don't know why I yeah. was tepid. I just oh, had all so these dumb riders, and yeah, I was annoyed that you guys kept stealing my turn. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, uh, is is there anybody on your list from last week, little guy, that you didn't get to that you desperately need us to address right now? Uh, I don't know. I or got, have like, you gotten? I got all it? my notes scattered around my desk. I don't know. <laughs> no, <laughs> not uh, that I can think and the, of. And all the string connecting them between bulletin board style like you've got this whole yeah. setup. no i got a lot of red string out here um yeah, your, no, tin fo- your tinfoil hat has fallen off actually a little to the side people were definitely disappointed we didn't mention mario cipollini but i you know, just can't I do don't it think he I, deserves, don't. I can't do it right now like, well, yeah after, way, way too much court case yeah. yeah 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 and i also you everyone knows how i feel about sprinters well, and I would say also it's, and I think we tried to get at this a little bit during the episode, but it's as much about results as it is about your legacy now. Like, have yeah. you maintained your status as a hero uh, still? And I think he's done a lot in the last couple of years to really just drive that into the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag slow ride. Friend of the pod, Jonathan Crane, holding it down in Birmingham, Alabama, by the way. Hits us up and he says, my trophy shelf is in the background of my Zoom calls, not in my Zwift cave. Should I leave the shelf, hang my leader's jersey in the pain cave, move my Zwift rig to the trophy shelf, move the trophy shelf to the pain cave and take my Zoom calls on the Zwift bike? This is a very good question. And it is an impressive tr- trophy shelf. He's got some pictures. He's got this outline of the state of Tennessee. So he must have won a uh-huh. race in Tennessee. He's got uh-huh. some, uh, some medals hanging up there. Going for the bet uh, for the uh, Lucinda brand uh, kind of placement of the yep. trophies. I like the idea of keeping it there for the Zoom calls for when you're doing work. Mm. You're working for the man, and your coworkers look over your shoulder and they see the medals and the prizes. They're going to be like, "Ah, oh, this guy knows uh-huh. what he's doing." Uh huh. 
Yeah, I guess. And I, I, I like them not knowing that you're into biking and they're just wondering why you have a bunch of trophies. I think um, the opportunity that this uh, working from home situation has provided everybody is summed up really well here in this email. And, uh, you know, I think we're not pro cyclists, so it's not necessary for us to, to be, to move our trainers in front of the trophy case to show it (laughs) off because nobody wants to watch us ride our bikes. Um, like they do want to watch the pros ride their bikes or the pros are contractually obligated to do something on their social media. So that's what they do. But what Jonathan can do certainly is play up the fact that there are trophies in the background subtly on his Mm -hmm. business calls. So maybe he joins the zoom call and he's like, got a towel around the neck and he's in a matching track suit uh, <laughs> that looks like it's maybe from some team of some kind. And he's just like, Oh, Hey guys just finished up a really hard uh, interval session. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What's going on. Do we need to circle back to that? Uh, the synergies with the um, budget <laughs> proposal from earlier. And, uh, and you know, they'll be so wowed by, by his, uh, you know, appearance um, that they'll figure that they'll, they'll just know that he's a real team player and then they'll see, they'll start to grasp the concept of the trophies in the background and they'll, they'll realize the leader that he is and, uh, he can really take charge of that meeting. That's actually a pretty good, um, good one. I, I think, and he should accidentally like act like he accidentally turned on the, the camera too soon <laughs> when he's like polishing the trophies and he's like, Oh, Hey, didn't see you. There. Yeah. You like uh-huh. a cold. That open? could be good. Yeah. That oh, could yeah. Be good. Um, you guys think we gotta um, ha- anyone at the Synergy Wheel Company has ever said we've got to circle back about this Synergy or something like that? I don't know. I don't have it worked out. Uh, the joke's still in development. Yeah, I'll come yeah. back to it. Actually, why don't you write that into our uh, play? I'll get uh, it in the second the radio act. play. Uh, it's second um, act. I'm working on it. Hashtag Slow Ride comes to us from at Lansofili, friend of the pod and Wide Angle Podium uh, contributor Michael Boongeimer. Slowride Pod, how long did you how long ago did you promote that one crit race? You guys have really milked that one. <laughs> so when was well, that? that's a good question. That race, yeah. I believe, was in two thousand six? Seven. Seven. Two thousand seven. So we had thirteen years, so you know. Not bad. Pretty much the last time the campus crit went on, so you know, we went out it with is. a bang. Or some would say a collapse of a bridge. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. It was, uh, let's just say it was national news. So I feel like we get a little more leg room to, uh, to promote, uh, that we pulled off that crit. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's a while ago. By the way, hashtag ask It's got a huge Southern U S bent to it. We got, uh, Alabama and Louisiana representing, uh, Mm -hmm. we were waiting for, uh, you know, our one other listener in Huntsville Davis hit us up with a, uh, hashtag slow ride and then we'll, we'll be able to, uh, we got yeah. we got all of the southern listeners taken care of. Bingo. All right, we got another email uh, to us, slowridepodcast@gmail.com. This one is exciting because this one comes to us from Mark Bruns. He says, "In listening to the pod, it was proposed that Gianni Moscone would need to find a new team and would likely be able to bring a sponsor with him. That mm-hmm. said, it seems appropriate to attempt to predict what sponsor would want to be linked with such a flammable rider. An American company who has lost their celebrity <laughs> endorsement but could look." To expand globally would be Slim Jim. Interested to hear your thoughts. P.S. Matt, 
Justin's peanut mm-hmm. butter has a new chocolate peanut butter cup with toasted quinoa on top. <laughs> that definitely is worth trying if you can find it. I would try that. Yeah. Thanks for the update. Oh, he's got your number. So what do you guys got? So what? I mean, Slim Jim would be all right. I mean, I, I think that Moscone, mm. I mean, at this point, like, he should just be the official writer of, like, the NRA, right? Like, he should just oh. have someone that's Ooh. just, like, 100% all-in political, <clears throat> polemic, like, someone sees it and is like, yep, that's totally mm-hmm. where my dues are going, is to that guy, and he just doesn't care. Because obviously he doesn't care what's happening. So that that's how I'm going to say. I'll just come out and say it, NRA guy. <laughs> So I went, I went, uh, kind of in the same direction. And he could go for um, a team that's sponsored by Belgiro. Oh, burn! What do you a think? Subtle burn. It's kind of like still there. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know mm-hmm. if it's still. I don't know. I thought it was pretty good. So I went with uh, my uh, my initial. I went two directions a little bit here. I've got two options. My initial thought was. Uh, along the lines of yours, Tim, just a, a hated company, just just something terrible. Yeah, like just what's the most hated thing out there? So I came up with Camel cigarettes. I oh. figured uh, that could be a good one. You could you could bring the old Jill Camel to the uh, to the kit. Uh, is just really in poor taste in all um, all aspects <laughs> Joe Camel, of the marketing. Like, yeah. Or- or like a vaping and, company, he could do that pretty well. Yeah, hey, that'd kids. be good for him. I think. it should probably fly in Italy. You know. Um, the other idea that I had was just, um, that nobody would really want to sponsor Muscone, but what he could bring to this team of many, many logos on their Jersey would be Herbalife, um, sort of a, (laughs) sort of a self-sponsorship situation going on, um, get them to buy in and then, uh, he's set, you know, like either that or Amway, like he's got his choice of pyramid schemes that he could go. Yeah. Very good. What do you call. think, little guy? Who should Muscone be sponsored by? Uh, I don't know. You guys nailed it. I don't. I don't have a good one. I don't have a good unless little Pontiac guy. GM decides to reboot the Pontiac oh. brand. I don't really have anything. <laughs> little guy, I got a. I got a. I got a giveaway for you. How about okay. Goldman Sachs? Yeah, well, everybody loves them for sure. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> oh, pretty good. Love it. Well, thanks for that uh, wonderful email, Mark. Uh, and also, we got a quick follow up from Ryan Dotson. Just hit us up. Um, and Ryan was uh, saying, like, hey, guys, did I, w- did, I win a, uh, did I win an Avis lock? But anyways, he said, when he sits here listening to episode 290 and uh, some uh, episode, he realized that he was a week and a half behind because he wanted to know, does GVA get to keep the, the bike for another four years? The Olympics don't happen. Okay, well, right. the Olympics have been postponed for a year. So I, would, I think now it is within yeah. reason that he keeps it through next year. I think so. We we in agreement. Yeah, I mean, one year is fine. It's not four. Spencer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I think he can get a pass on that. Awesome. So thanks to Ryan for email at the slow ride podcast at gmail dot com and to all the tweets at hashtag ask slow ride. And I got that, a question. Yeah, one question. Up? What if they don't run the world championships here this year? Does Patterson get to keep it? Oh, I hope so. I really do hope so because or would they have done? Because he hasn't really gotten anything out of it at this point. I mean, you know, yeah. what I mean, he's ridden a few races, but I say he gets to ride it next year, like because. But I don't yeah, know. I was, I was, I was having that same thought earlier today. I was thinking, you know, as much as the whole cycling season shutting down sucks for everyone, sucks for us at home, it sucks for the pros, it sucks for everyone. 
I think the person that it sucks the most for is Mads Peterson. Yeah. Because this was his time to shine. Oh, that I hope that I mean, but the world championships will still happen, little guy. Like they're, well, they're still going to be racing into like so, I mean at September everything will be just condensed. Nah, um, we'll see if the pandemic's ever then. I mean I think the thing is like Van Vluten will 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 win the world championship like nine times and not nothing against Mads but like I don't think he's going to be a world champion nine times you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's true. So, so we got a uh, sweet email also for Kevin Dolan real quick. Have you guys seen Hell on Reels? German documentary on the telecom team with lots of Eric uh, Zabel and Rolf Aldeg. Yeah, dude, I saw it in the theater. I was there like before it blew up. Oh, that is such a good movie, hundred yeah. percent. And and he said it's it's um it's great because uh, it's from a non U.S. perspective. So Lance is just a blur in the background, and it's hundred percent true. I loved it that is. movie. That yeah. was good. Not as good as the movie Star one for obvious mm. reasons, but this is right up there. Yeah, no, that was great. You really got to see Zavel struggling with not being. Like as good Top anymore. Dog, yeah, yeah. Like when yeah. all when Ralph Aldeg like beats him in a stage. Like he's like they're friends, and he's sitting there on the massage table, just like, how did he beat me in a stage, man? <laughs> and I understand that because like, well, you know, he's a he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Well, I I understand that. Like that's the same feeling I would have like after a crit, and when you beat me, I'd be like, I'm glad they got <laughs> top ten, but like how the oh my god, what's happened to me? I've lost it. I don't have it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so guys let's get into the first act of the pedal land mur- murders no, no, no. pedal off dead pedal off dead yep episode one pedal off dead it was a dark and stormy night and no one had fenders Inspector LBS was working late with his trusty employee, Cleet, trying to get a C-record derailleur to index. It wasn't going to happen. Uh, can, can you help me? I think my pedal broke. Uh, I'll have a look. What is it? Look, I should have known. They've been exploding all over town. Uh, hey, Inspector, uh, we got another repair. I don't have time for any more of these pedals now. Uh, time again yeah it never stops does it well uh actually it did for that pedal (laughs) shut up and fix that huffy before i fix you later that night back at the bike shop headquarters downtown lbs get in here what is it chief another online bike purchase gone wrong no not this time thank god no i've got a new partner for you or should i say an old partner He's two episodes of this away from retirement. Get in here, Anza. Yeah, Chief, what is it? I got uh, one more case for you to ride. I'd like you to help LBS here without this look and time gang thing. My distributor has reps breathing down my throat, so I need you boys to get this clipped. Oh, no. Not that pedal head. His bearings are all worn out. You can't even find the cleats for him anymore. Why'd you do this to me? That's enough out of you, LBS. Respect your elders. He was cutting edge once. Cut him some slack. File down a pair of SPD cleats and figure it out. Hey, I can still hear you guys. All right. You better not slow me down. Wouldn't dream of it. Just look at my wide, stable platform. Uh, I'm too old for this. Hey, that's my line. Tune in next week for another edition of Pedal Off Dead.
Oh, little guy, that was just fantastic. I had so much fun. I can't wait to see what happens next week mm-hmm. on the second episode of Pedal Off Dead. It's going to be good. And with that, thanks for listening to the Slow Ride Podcast. We'd like to thank our f- good friends over at Works. Go to yourcleanbike.com. Use the promo code GEARUP to save 15% on your purchase. Go to wideanglepodium.com slash coffee to get your very own brand new Wide Angle Podium Coffee Blend Viewer Mail. And we'd like to thank BK1 and Rhyme Sayers Entertainment for the continued intro and outro music. And with that, this is Tim in Orlando, Florida. It's Matt in Minneapolis. And this is Spencer in Boston reminding you to wave at your fellow cyclists that you see out across the road riding by themselves. <laughs> across the road. The Slow Ride Podcast. Likes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. TheSlowRidePodcast.com and on Twitter at TheSlowRidePod.